0: our own growth and development. And both of us have a a myriad of experience in the corporate world and in the personal spiritual development world. And so we blended everything together. Uh, We have about uh, 20 years of personal development, metaphysical development on my side, 40 plus years with Gary. And so one of the things that we really, through our own journeys in guided journeys we really discovered that there was something lacking in the world one of the things that every single human gets up to do every single day is they get up to go to work they get up to go into business in some way shape or form either they're working for someone or they've created their own business we decided to uh, really carve out uh, a niche of working with entrepreneurs executives professionals movers shakers high achievers And we guide people through high-level, curated, uh, personalized experiences with psilocybin. And you experiences at an actual
1: retreat space, or is it traveling, or you guys have it on a real estate space?
0: Yes, yeah. We have an estate, luxurious setting that we bring people to. Uh, We say it's a a six-star (laughs) altruism. It's luxurious, a high level of care. A high level of integrity and a high level of intention that we bring into the work.
1: And what have you noticed bringing people into this space? What's the first thing that comes to mind when they see? See uh, the
2: center? Uh, like, wow. <laughs> it's like, uh, it's an amazing view. It looks like if somebody would say at night, it looks like L.A. at night without all the smog and fog that goes with L.A. Uh, it's a bit clearer here. Uh, beautiful uh, views of the mountains, the lake. Uh, It's very quiet, uh, very calming. There's a lot of nature that comes by the house. Uh, A number of times you'll find uh, a number of deer laying in the property. And uh, it's very tranquil. Uh, It's a space people find that they're able to let go and release all their excess baggage, majority or as much as they can. And then we let the psilocybin and our medicine work together to assist them to release some more baggage that they no longer want to carry with them.
1: And how many people actually take partake in this experience? Is it multiple people? Is it just groups or couples? Mm-hmm. We work
2: with uh, solo power partners. We'll call them husband and wife, wife and wife, husband, husband, uh, co-workers or uh, no more than four people in a group setting.
1: Nice. And then I guess what kind of psychedelics are used at, during the process?
0: Mm-hmm. So the, the primary medicine that we use is psilocybin. And then we have different strains of the medicine that we use depending on um what people are working through what they're growing into. Nice. And then
1: how would you compare this whole experience with the Anawasi? The whole the whole other process.
0: Yeah. So I ay- ayahuasca. Um ayahuasca, sorry. It's, I don't want to be <laughs> talking, it's all good. <laughs> it all is...
1: these terminologies.
0: Yeah. Yeah, try to spell it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just a different medicine. Mm-hmm. They they're all all plant medicines are here as teachers, and those, we believe, require guides so that you can have context for what you experience in the journey, and so that you can actually apply it. It's not just about the retreat, it's about applying what you've learned from, from the teachers of the psilocybin or ayahuasca with your guides, Robin, Gary, or whoever you're working with, There's, it's just a, it's a different medicine. There can be like in ayahuasca, there can, there can be not always, there can be purging involved out of um, potentially both ends. And that's not something that we like to take care of people in that environment. So our view is that everything is energy. So when there's a guide with you that can help you move that energy, then you can do it in a, in a different way. And so the psilocybin is something that just allows you to decompose anything that no, like no longer serves you. So you can have greater clarity, greater confidence, greater visceral knowing of your passion and your purpose of why you're here.
1: How would you describe this experience versus some of the experiences we have on some of the drugs found in the streets? So some <laughs> So some of, you know, some of the psychedelics like mushrooms. I know a lot of people in Los Angeles, they'll take hikes in, you know, Griffith Park, you will know, engage, you know, indulge in mushrooms, or they'll take hikes here and there. You know, what's the biggest difference between what you guys are offering and what we're getting or what people experience from the street drugs or pharmacy?
2: So, um, yeah, good question. There is, uh, if you're doing it on your own, you're on your own, basically, because um, sometimes you get in loops in, uh, in a journey process and no way of getting out of the loop. So then that's when people will, quote, call it a bad trip, and they'll share those experiences about the bad times and not the good times. Dosage is a big thing, too, is um, your experience with the medicine, and we prefer to call it a medicine, and it's a gift from Gaia, Mother Earth, rather than a drug, so we're trying to change the vocabulary around it. Um, and then your intention on taking a psychedelic, or you call, it, or drugs, whatever people want, it's a teacher, and it can kick your ass if you don't respect it.
1: Mm-hmm. And what do you guys call a loop, so to speak? How do you define? It?
2: Yeah, a loop is a story. Even we have them in waking life that constantly go through us. So a little monkey mind that's going on. Oh, you can't do that. You can't do that. Why are you going to do that? Blah, blah, blah. It goes around and around and around we're here as guides, we see and we can sense energetically what is going on with the client, and then we can help them shift the, out of it and recognize it and let it go. And then they're that letting go frees up more space for them to create move forward in their life. So it's breaking free of those chains and baggage that we're carrying around that unconsciously, we don't know we have a lot of shit with us. But this is it, we're going to shift it. And move it so you no longer drag it around with you for
1: the rest of your life. So it's almost like a deja vu in the matrix, so to speak. Like I've seen that cat. I keep seeing that cat. You know what I'm saying? I've seen that cat before. <laughs> so you kind, of like, you kind of like chasing that cat in your mind. Like, what's up? What's this cat about? So mm-hmm. it's like, and that, that particularly could be a good thing or a bad thing. But you guys help walk them through that process. So if it is a trauma, so to speak, if I keep seeing my dad hit me with a belt, or, you know, we're going to say, so to speak, um, if I'm seeing that happen over and over and you're hearing me, I guess I would like, if I was in your, if I was in your, uh, in a session with you guys, you would, I would either, I guess, vocalize this or would I kind of like reenact it sometimes. And then you would say, uh, would you help walk me through that when you saw that process coming to about?
2: We sense that the body's unsettled. We can see the disturbance within the energetic field and the human moving. Uh, Sometimes it's not verbal. Sometimes it, it, or you'll sit up and you'll just say, uh, you'll actually say to yourself enough of this fucking story. (laughs) It's like, that's it. And then we'll talk about it and we'll discuss it. But most of the time it's done in silence and you work through it. But if there are incidents that, happen like that we are there with you all the way through your journey it's not just take medicine play some nice music and wait for you to wake up we are like side by side hand in hand mind to mind energy working and shifting it all out so you no longer have those stories those stories will be there they're not going. you're not going to forget them but you don't go back to them anymore because it's holding you back. And you, those stories, we just need to let go and move forward, Clear a path
1: forward in our life. Yeah, I've been in a situation on and off the record with somebody on our trip, so to speak. Yeah. We'll leave it like that. And I was with them in a group of people, and I noticed a person, they kept falling. Like, we would climb up, we would hike, we would climb up. I think we climb up a ladder or something. We'd climb up to a roof or a water tower. I'll leave it like that. And the person slipped and fell, and we were like, "Wow, what's wrong?" And they kept, it, they were talking about they kept slipping and falling. And I'm like, "What? Are you, you're fine. You're right here with us." I, and um, what I noticed was, what I noticed is that when the person kind of came to or looked at me, they they were like, "What are you doing here? What are you?" Do-? Like they, they were concerned that I was concerned because they thought I wasn't concerned, and I think they were alleviated that I was, or, or I think they were actually they they started to find that I wasn't their enemy you know, and that I wasn't whoever somebody or something told this person that I was not a good person or I wasn't a helpful person or I wasn't a nurturing person. But when the person fell and started to bleed, I immediately took care of that person. Mm -hmm. So I felt like I took them out of this space. Is that sort of some of the energies that you guys are talking about, too? Sometimes when you see a person having a bad trip, so to speak, or a situation where they're going through something mentally, or physically, or emotionally that you can kind of sense um, and that's something that's how you break through the barrier or can you give it yeah, an example yeah. of it?
0: and we believe that there are no bad trips when there's a high level of intention and respect for the medicine and that you're actually guided through the experience so environment is so key so the, the good old adage of set and setting and when like with us there's there's preparation involved it's not just coming for four days with us there's uh preparation before you actually come to the center. There's integration afterwards when like we honestly say that the worst thing that can happen is that you're going to cry and that you're going to actually see yourself and witness yourself in different scenarios in your life, in your past and potentially your future. And really just let, let that shit go. Uh, really recognize how there are pieces of you that don't help you, don't support you. and then you have the conscious choice to move forward in life and not repeat that. And you may come into a scenario where you have an opportunity to repeat it, but you you now know that, hey, it doesn't feel good to do that. So how can I shift that? So it's a it's a it's a learning, it's an educational process. Uh, we're there to guide you through that, to be there with you so that you can be vulnerable. And essentially be vulnerable with yourself and get real with yourself yeah so it's there's a uh, we are on and off the record whatever you want to call it like I've done the whole like taking mushrooms with friends sitting around having fun in, in university and so I sort of knew what I was getting into to some extent but when I actually when I had that high level of respect and had a guide there to support me through that experience it was a it was a game changer mm-hmm. And so that's why we are firm advocates of having a guide with you. How this, so let's just say in
1: terms of from start to finish, because there is a a preparatory period, how many hours from start to finish, including your inclusive weekend or your state stay, how many days would you Say that would take for a person that wants to engage in a trip. I guess a journey with you guys. Journey. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for
2: correcting yourself. <laughs> yeah, he's learning.
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah, I trust you. Uh,
1: I trust uh, you. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so it. So the minimum amount of work that people work with us is a uh, four months. And so when I say that people may raise an eyebrow, I'm like, what? Four months? I can't take four months off work. It, yeah. And it's actually uh a minimum of 4 weeks of preparation where we meet online once a week and that's either in a, a group setting or a solo or power partner setting we also have uh video content for people to be with to learn and educate themselves on what they're actually doing and it's about creating a visionary reality so they are um uh, our clients are people who want to create their reality and then people come and work with us in person and they're with us from the time they get up to the time that they go to bed every single day for four days, and it's a very dynamic process. And we curate to the individuals that are with us. And there's two magic mushroom or psilocybin journeys that we guide people through in that time. There are two full days of integration, so we're helping people learn from the experience so that they get learning and understanding with them and apply it in their relationships and their businesses and then after the four days are over people reluctantly leave they want to stay and live with Rob <laughs> and Gary and then the state's not that big yeah it's big <laughs> and then we then we have a an additional three months of weekly calls with people um so hours I'm not sure of the actual hours but uh it goes beyond time and it's it's something that individual the way that we teach people is that you don't need to come on another journey next weekend. It's, it's a process that you are given a number of gifts. You'll be unpacking those gifts for a number of years. So it's typically like three or four years before a client would come back to work with us again.
1: Wow. That's amazing. I'm sure you guys have heard from so many different people because there's a lot going on right now. I'm sure you already noticed. A lot of people are going and experiencing mental health, and people are starting to recognize it. And people are starting to get help for it. And some people are still stumped as to how to get help or where to get where should I get help? And so you guys are really providing an opportunity for people to seek refuge, a safe space, or a safe haven to actually deal with themselves. Mm-hmm. And tell people this all the time. I'm saying you can't. You can't. None of us can get to where we want to go if we don't know where we're from. So to know your past is to really know your future
0: mm-hmm. and to
1: really understand and dissect your past is to really understand who you really are as well. So I, figured, I found that when I did delve deep, when I did do some things in college and before college and a little after college, <laughs> 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 when I'm in a safe space with people like yourself, I noticed that I was able to really free my mind mm-hmm. and really allow myself to uh, leave to leave these obstacles and these barriers behind, and all these things that I were that I was afraid of. That it was all in my head. Like no one can actually kill you for thinking this way or that way. No one can actually t- take anything away from you because you're having these feelings and emotions. These are things that I consider to be traumas. Right, mm-hmm. they're mm-hmm. slowing us down, and I feel that. What you guys are providing people is an alternative way to deal with this because, because we live in a society that says, you know, medicines and all this stuff is this, you know, and you know, all these drugs and all these prescriptions. And it's just a, hope you know, particularly you guys are in Canada, we're in America. You already know the pharmaceutical world is just a bunch of, you already know. Yeah. So, right, so we're in a situation where, we have to, you know, sometimes use our own monies to go outside for these resources. So I do applaud you guys for offering this as a refuge because a lot of us, we do need some help right now, including mm-hmm. myself. I mean, I have therapy and um, I have friends and family members that I can speak with. Speak with. Then often sometimes I said to myself, I feel like it's all about me. I feel like I'm always saying me, 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 me. So what I found is I'd rather hire someone or find someone that I can relate to on a personal level and really purge, like you said, because you gotta you got to purge and um, and just regurgitate all these things I'm feeling inside and tell them what's going on. And i rather do that with someone I don't know versus with someone I do know, because sometimes they often think I'm taking it, you know, it's all about me. They think I'm being vain or it's, you know, it's just... You know, it's a cycle of people interpreting it as it's, you know, life is all about Vaughn and not, you know, about me. And so I don't want to be like that. Do you find a lot of your new clientele that, that are coming in, do they feel the same type of way?
2: They're looking for uh, an intimacy with um, somebody they can trust and respect. And we build our rapport all the way up to the journey process and clients are with us like we're still in contact with clients from six years ago so there is that trust factor uh the go-to people we would be because sometimes you're talking just to your friends they really don't understand what you're going through and again they'll they'll flip it and they'll think it's all about you but actually they need to put the mirror up and go really why are you feeling this way so you turn the therapist card on them and flip it back to them but anyway that's another story but <laughs> but with us it's a trust factor and we are we feel overwhelmed sometimes in a good way of uh, that people do share and open up their hearts and soul to us because they, they want, people want help. People want to shift the shit mm-hmm. to move forward out of the life. And sometimes they get stuck mm-hmm. and we were there, we were stuck. We were in grief. We were uh, a, a bit of lost direction where we were going in our life. And my mother transitioned and she lived with us. And I thought like, what are we going to do? You know, uh, how do we get out of it? and then magically somebody showed up and introduced a medicine man to us and then we both embarked on our journeys and we shifted a lot and we came back together and said i think this is the path we're supposed to do actually we were shown this was a path we're supposed to be on from other gaia and other signals that came through mm-hmm.
0: yeah and i think another avenue to look at that is that a lot of people like you were saying it's about vaughn it's mm-hmm. it's People, every single person, like a lot of people will come to us and say, like, there's something within me that I haven't discovered yet. And I can feel it and I can sense it, but I don't know how to access it. And a lot of it's because there's so much baggage that people are carrying that they, they don't have the clarity to access it. So clarity comes from this work, a deeper connection with self comes from this work. And then it, it ignites this like intrinsic desire to actually make a contribution to others. And that's what actually like really fuels people when they're actually having a positive impact on others and helping other people more so than when they're actually receiving help. So I think a big part of this work is that more and more people, especially after the last couple of years with all of the isolation that's taken place, people ha- have been like sort of locked away. And they there's something that's been locked up with inside of them. They don't know how to connect into it and this the journey that we curate for people a lot of people leave this work and they're like wow like I have a lot of work to do as in like there there's so much that is discovered and uncovered in the process that a lot of our people like there's no way I need another journey next weekend or next (laughs) year like there's just so much that's discovered and because of the way that we teach people to continually to like reap rewards from that experience and remember into that experience. So people just want to find out how they are to help people in the world.
1: And how do you, when you curate these journeys to people, how do you put, I guess, what's a how do you put a price point on it? And if you could put a price point on it, could you give us a a guesstimate of a person mm-hmm. or, or a solo
0: yeah, so we will answer that, but we won't answer that. Um, <laughs> so, um, so the, the numbers—they're always uh, we have them set, but we typically only like to present those to our clients because we want to know that there's a fit. And sometimes, if they see a number that can that can get in the way, and we just have ways of working with people through that, and it's it really is priceless. And uh, I've often said I would I would pay. A million dollars if there was another rob and gary that could guide me my being through a journey that we guide people through and the way that we create the whole entire experience for people and like i would easily if there's another person out there in the world i I would pay you a million dollars to to like create the way that we create uh journeys for people
1: so it's a million dollars <laughs> <laughs> we do
0: have an offer, but okay. <laughs> we can work that
1: one out. Have you guys ever spoke to anyone, or dealt with anyone that you had to turn away? Yes. Yep. Yes. Ooh, and what kind? What type of person? I guess without being, um you know, too straightforward. But what type of person was this person?
0: Yeah. So we were speaking about the loops before, and. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, Gary has this brilliant analogy that there's a record player and it's skipping. Um, We often tell people it's time to take that record off the record player and throw it against the wall to break it. Some people aren't willing to do that. They're not willing to give up the stories that they have been through. And like, we all know there's a lot of trauma in the world and a lot of people have been through some pretty dense Intense traumas, most people that are coming to work with us, they're willing to grow, they're willing to learn, and they're willing to apply the, the learning. So if we see any indications that you're not willing to grow, you're not willing to learn, you're not willing to be guided, then we we will direct you to somebody else.
1: So anyone that says no, this constantly like not affirmative or allowing themselves to affirm some of the information that you're giving to them. The people, mm-hmm. the, Yeah. That sounds like, that sounds like a person that's out of control, but how do you, how does that person get or seek help? I guess they have to get help when they're ready for help. Correct. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. They'll find a teacher and do the good old attitude, Like the, uh, when the student is ready, the teacher appears and uh, there are a lot of teachers out there and there are a lot of guides out there someone may be able to be willing to work with a person who doesn't want to give up their stories of what was me or, or, or victimhood. And that's not our jam. That's not what we're, we're about. So yeah, we typically know very quickly within a call. It's usually within the first 30 seconds, but we still go through the whole entire conversation because the, the potential client needs to recognize that there is a mutually beneficial fit so if we don't sense there's a mutually beneficial fit, then we we typically turn people to someone else or just say, like, best of luck, keep on looking.
1: And what's the an ideal success story, if you can speak mm. to it?
0: Ah, oh, gosh, yeah, there's so many. Uh, a, a true sense of freedom, mm-hmm. a true sense of that there are infinite possibilities that anyone can live into, and then channeling that infinite freedom into creating the 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 life that they really wanted, and it may be creating a new business or amplifying the, their the current business that they're in. People change careers. People move locations. Uh, marriages have been saved. Uh, profits have increased. Revenue increased. Health in, increase. In the, yeah, yeah. Health increase. Um, and when we say health, too, it's like it's. For the most part, it's it's the mental, emotional, and the the physical health. Uh, there's countless stories. I think a lot of people leave with a a greater level of peace within themselves. You know, anything yeah, anything pretty well covers it. Yeah,
1: yeah. I think a lot of people tend to forget that your mental health or your you know your brain is your central nervous system. That you know once that's dead, you know I don't care how many you know abs you have. Yeah. You know, once your brain is dead, you're dead. Uh And I keep telling people that I'm like, bro, you got to take care of yourself Just just like you play basketball every day or You go run and take a jog or lift some weights. You need to go lift some, you know, you know, do something, do some thinking, do some meditating, do something. Because, like Mm -hmm. you said, there's some people that are around me, and I'm trying to, I'm always trying to scratch the surface. I just, I feel like they have a curse. You know, there's certain people have a curse on them, and it's, you know, sometimes it's like you said, sometimes the student seeks the teacher.
0: Mm -hmm. So you
1: got, you know, sit back. But I, I can feel that there's something above and beyond me or anyone else that can tell this person otherwise. They're going to have to figure that out on their own when they when they have the power of, of change and when they're affirmed enough to move to a different direction, they'll know. But it's very difficult to see someone from the outside in, to see them kind of like shrivel up Mm-hmm. And kind of like you know, kind of like be reclusive. Is there anything to um a words of advice you would offer someone like myself that's dealing with people like that? Because I've been through so much trauma and drama that mm-hmm. I can see it in other people. And then I mean, I'm not the, the tell all be all, but I'm just saying if if you saw somebody in need is there anything is there that you can offer as a word of advice?
0: I think the the for yourself and for anyone else out there is be curious about the other people, the other people that who are around you and learn to ask questions and learn to listen without any desire or need to respond. Sometimes it's just having that one person listen to your story of what you've been through that can actually create a little bit of a shift because they've had someone there who is listening without judgment, listening with an open heart. And an open mind.
1: Wow, is there anything else that we didn't touch on already, um, besides the million dollar treatment?
2: <laughs> <laughs> million dollar journey. A million dollar journey.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, I'm sorry. Journey, journey, journey.
2: Trip yeah. yeah. <laughs> is when you go on a holiday. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. This ain't no holiday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's, yeah. It's you're not retreating anywhere. You're coming to a center to do work. And it is like a personal development program that we're offering and it goes deep and it dives deep. And those people that you're coming across, just like a little advice is like if they're telling you the story again and you've heard it three or four times, you just just turn around and say, so you've told me the story three times. How does that help me moving forward in my life that you told me the story three times and how is it helping you? And then they'll look at each. You'll look at each other, and they'll go like, "You're right. It doesn't help me." Mm-hmm. And maybe they may no longer tell that story again. It's like um, yeah. people hold on to my trauma. It's mine. Mm-hmm. And it's like change the record. Change the record. You know, times you record a new record, a new LP or whatever your CD, whatever <laughs> MP4. <was> <laughs> five six whatever Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's like just change the freaking story totally and that's up to you Mm -hmm. and it's like if you need to get it off your chest then you need to come on a journey get it done and over with and move forward with clarity and vision yeah
1: wow you guys are you you two are just a plethora of information and just you know just an uh, you know, alternative to humanity right now because people are trying to seek ways on how they can deal with themselves particularly like you said we've been in isolation for so long so when I saw this come across my digital desk I was like oh my god I gotta talk to them oh, yeah. <laughs> so we, we definitely we definitely like the time that you took out for us yeah, yeah. Um, have you guys been working in tandem with any community service or philanthropic organizations to get the word out even more um mm, no no yeah. well, have you guys been training any of the jedis <laughs> we have a new,
2: um, students that come through that work with us uh yeah and it's like it's an interview they'll have to come through the process they'll have to come experience a journey and see how the medicine of rob and gary work and then we get to work with them and see how they develop their program and just assist them moving out into the world mm-hmm. so there could be multiple jedis out there and there could be multiple jedi centers out there yeah uh there's talks in the in the ethers we'll call it yeah so yeah yeah
1: nice well thank you guys so much i guess we pretty much summed it up i I love what you i mean we love what you're doing especially uh, i love what you're doing you know